Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> That's well begun. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. And now, live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. What are you talking about? What is this, your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. You talk about a real pain in the ass. There's somebody getting the shaft in the world of sports broadcasting, and I'll explain why that is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon, we appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we will do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. Rack.com, the way tire buying should be. Oklahoma and Texas. Now, first and foremost, Oklahoma, as Martin pointed out, has a 20 to 17 lead at halftime. The game has been bananas. All right. It's uh it's what you would expect from a great rivalry game. You've got turnovers, 
You've got a bunch of reviews. You've got possible fumbles. You've got a special teams gimmick play, which looked to be a forward pass. It, like all Anything you could want to have happen in the first half of a rivalry game, you've got it with this game. It's been tremendous. The second half is going to be bananas. So you've got that going on. You've got Ohio State in a dogfight with Maryland at halftime. All of that is, is happening here while we're on the air. So that is going to be storylines to track, storylines to monitor as we get closer towards the end of this show. And it does have that feeling here where sometimes you just start things off and you go, this is going to be kind of banana land today. Everything's going to get a little crazy. And that's what it feels like today. So we are already underway. But let me just tell you why. We're getting the shaft. And by we, I mean sports broadcasters. First time I started doing radio, I would do these updates You know, like uh, not as good as Martin, but I would try and do sports updates at a local market. And we were heavy into college football. And I can remember multiple times in a row. We're we're talking like easy 15, 16 times in a row in previewing Texas-Oklahoma. I could not say the name of the game. Red River Rivalry. Let me just tell you something. The fact that they have gone back to this name when everybody thought, okay, listen, we're, gonna, we're just going to steer clear of that name. We don't have to call it that anymore. I don't have to worry about it anymore. It brings up traumatizing memories for me from my early broadcasting days of having to say Red River Rivalry a bunch of times in a row to cut these promos and these spots for this game. And so now all of a sudden, because they've got a new title sponsor for the game, they go back to the name We're getting the shaft, and if you've dealt with something from your past that continues to pop up, and next time you see it, it just brings back bad memories, it's like that kid who gets sucked into the drain and it, you know, like, what do you think his brother's thinking? Every time he sees that paper boat, what do you think he's thinking? Oh, hey, I remember that. That's when my brother got his arm ripped off. I remember that. Yeah, that, oh, look, hey, it's a clown. I'm sure that brings up great memories. All of a sudden, they got to change the name of this game and give a nice F you to every broadcaster out there struggling to get through an update or struggling to get through the name of a game called Red River Rivalry, which makes no sense whatsoever, but nonetheless, it's a pain in the ass, and we got to get that off our chest. Just want you to know, a lot of us are going to be playing hurt this weekend emotionally because we're trying to get through all of that. Just want to clear that out before we get started. Anyways, let's move on. To the value of a peacemaker. There is a valuable lesson learned that a peacemaker is one of the most key ingredients to multiple relationships. Jonathan Taylor, the running back for the Indianapolis Colts, who will now be a running back for the Indianapolis Colts for several more years because earlier today it was announced he gets a three-year deal worth $42 million, $26.5 million of that guaranteed. So he's one of the highest-paid running backs in the league, and he's going to be there for the next few years in Indianapolis. And this is always what he wanted. He was looking for a long-term contract. I don't think ultimately when this whole thing started that he wanted out of Indianapolis or wanted to bail on the Colts or bail on the fan base or bail on the franchise. Jonathan Taylor gets his deal. And you look at this and you go, okay, well, this is great. For the Colts, from the standpoint of Jonathan Taylor, Anthony Richardson, 
those two guys in the backfield are going to present some problems running the football. And Jonathan Taylor's been one of the most productive and effective running backs over the past few years since he's gotten into the NFL. But the real star in this and the real value of this deal comes in the form of Chris Ballard, the GM. Because you know what Chris Ballard was in all this? He wasn't a GM. He was a peacemaker. He was a peacemaker. He was the guy who made peace between Jim Irsay and Jonathan Taylor. I mean, we've all been there. Haven't you had to play peacemaker before? Peacemaker between friends, family. You got like a a relative here and a sibling here. You got to be in the middle. You walk into a bar. You just sit down. Your buddy gets into a little bit of a skirmish with somebody else. You got to play peacemaker with the bouncer or a peacemaker with the bartender or a peacemaker with the guy at the end of the bar who thinks he heard something, but it wasn't. Everybody's had to play peacemaker. You've had to do it several times in your life. And it's a little bit uncomfortable and you wish you didn't have to do it. And it's kind of a pain in the ass and you wouldn't exactly do the things that you're having to make amends for with these other people, but you got to play peacemaker. And Chris Ballard had to play Peacemaker, and apparently he did a brilliant job of, of that. When Jim Mersey sits down after him and Jonathan Taylor have an hour-long meeting in Jim Mersey's trailer at training camp, and Jim Mersey sits down on a golf cart afterwards and says, quote, I could die tomorrow and Jonathan Taylor could be out of the league and nobody would care. The league would move on. I don't know about you, but I feel like that probably pissed Jonathan Taylor off. Just just a guess. When we're trying to come to terms on a long-term deal and I go to you and say, hey, I want to be here long-term. Let's work something out. Let's do this together. I know I'm a little banged up right now, but I promise you I want to be an Indianapolis Colt. And you have this hour-long meeting, and then Jim Irsay sits on the back of a golf cart and just says, yeah, well, listen, you could be out of the league tomorrow. Nobody would care. And I could die tomorrow, and everybody would move on. Now, what he said was true, but the timing was a little improper. And thus, Jonathan Taylor got annoyed, and Jonathan Taylor was a little bit salty about it, and I don't blame him. So Chris Ballard is looking at this whole situation going, hold on a second. We're better off with Jonathan Taylor on our team. Everybody loves the guy. All his teammates love him. You can't find anybody who's ever dealt with Jonathan Taylor, either at the college level whether it be a teammate, a coach, somebody in the media, or in the NFL, teammate, coach, anybody in the media, you can't find anybody who's got a bad thing to say about the guy. They love Jonathan Taylor. You hear him talk and you go, why would you want to screw that up? Especially if you're the Colts and you've got a brand new regime, you've got a brand new young quarterback who's showing promise, Still a little bit raw, but showing promise. You feel like you've got some direction. And it also helps with the fact that nobody can figure out who wants to be the best team in the AFC South. Jacksonville doesn't look like the Jacksonville everybody thought they were. Houston is much better than anybody thought they were. And Tennessee is Tennessee. Eh, Just kind of okay. So Indianapolis finds themselves five weeks into the season going, hold on a second. We could actually win this thing? 
yeah, we got a little bit of help from the officials at Baltimore because Zay Flowers, there was a PI there they didn't call. We get all that. But nonetheless, we could actually win this thing. We could win this division. Oh, and it would probably behoove us to bring in one of the guys that's considered one of the great human beings in the league that everybody loves. Yeah, we should probably make amends. We should probably repair that relationship. And we should probably sign him to a long-term deal because that's somebody you want in your organization, in the building, if you're trying to grow this thing. And that's exactly what Chris Ballard did. And I said it from the get-go. I think this went from being financial to personal the second Jim Mersey said those comments. When he made those comments public right after they sat in a meeting in his trailer for an hour and talked about things, when he went public with that, Jonathan Taylor was like, wait, 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 wait. A, I've got to get healthy. B, screw you. What are we doing here? The MVP of this entire deal is not Jonathan Taylor. It's not Jonathan Taylor's agents. It's not anybody else involved other than Chris Ballard. The guy played peacemaker between an owner who shot his mouth off who may or may not have been half in the bag. Again, I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know what's on the trailer. Does he have a mini bar? Okay. Does he have like, uh, is there like a kegerator there? Like one of those little pony kegs, which are awesome. You just, you know, you have a, like a, like a coil that goes in a cooler. You put a bunch of ice on it. You put the kegs outside of it. I mean, it's great. You got to worry about the, the foaming issues, but nonetheless, I don't know what was on the trailer. I wasn't there. But Chris Ballard repaired this relationship. He seemed flustered when he talked about it a couple of months ago or a month ago or so. He seemed annoyed having to talk about it. He seemed annoyed having uh, having to deal with Jim Irsay saying something publicly that rubs someone the wrong way. He seemed like he was really, really bothered by it. He seemed like he was more on the side of Jonathan Taylor than he was Jim Irsay. But nonetheless, he got it done. He played Peacemaker, he repaired the relationship, and the Indianapolis Colts are better off for it. Job well done by Chris Ballard. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out, or is it X? Who cares? Whatever. Point is, that's where you can find me, and uh, you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. It's a two-hour extravaganza. We are going to have another edition of Do You Care? We are also going to have another edition of Knox Locks, which some are calling the hottest thing going in sports radio today because it's been weeks since I've lost a pick. Weeks. And we've got the proof. It's all yours here again as we take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. But the NFL is doing something. The NFL is flirting with something. And they are flirting with something that you are not going to like. I'll tell you what that is next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way... This actually makes me laugh. Uh, so this, but if you're listening on the podcast, the song being played right now is Dropkick Murphy's. Uh, what is it? Uh, rushing back to... Shipping up it? to Boston. Yeah, whatever that too. Shipping up to Boston. So it's like their most famous song. You know, when you think of Irish, when you think like that's... This is one of the songs you think of. And so when we were doing the show, Brady Quinn and I from Busker's Bar in Dublin, Ireland, which by the way, what a good time that was. We're doing the morning show out there, and Iowa Sam is on the board playing all the music. And so because we're in Ireland, you know, you want to play, like, Irish music. And so we're playing all sorts of stuff. I mean, the Cranberries, U2, even though U2 stinks. Like, just, I mean, all these, like, Irish bands or, you know, people from Ireland. Like, all of this stuff, like the Celtic music, all these things. And so Brady and I are waiting and waiting and waiting, just assuming, all right, the final song of the week, because the people in the bar in Ireland can hear the music being played. We're thinking, all right, final song of the week. No doubt about it. Sam's going to play Dropkick Murphys. Absolutely not. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Yeah, that, that will that will not be what was being played there. And and we're we say to him, we're like, Sam, why not? Well, I just wanted to mix it up. What's wrong with going with Old Faithful? You know, what's wrong with going with Old Faithful that always works? It's like walking into a pizza hut and them going, sorry, all we got is sushi. Okay, but that helps. Easy, Like the easiest go-to and just completely whiffs on it. So there's that. All right. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Um, so we are coming up in, I'll call it about, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now. 
I'm calling it the most miserable time of the year, which is going to be completely the opposite of what everybody else is saying, but I'm going to call it the most miserable time of year coming up here in about 10 minutes from now in the world of sports. And I will prove it to you 10 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios. But let me just ask you a question, because I, I don't know if anybody is aware of this, but the NFL is on the verge of cheating on you. It's true. They're on the verge of cheating on you. But let me just ask you a personal question. And you don't have to acknowledge it out loud. You can just say it inside. Okay? Have you ever been cheated on? I mean, there's no shame in it. Who hasn't? I don't have confirmation that I've ever been cheated on in relationships. But probably. Law of averages. And I got news for you. Probably deserved it. All right, it's nothing I cry about. Whatever, it happens. But how does that cheating start? All right, let, let's break this down. How does that cheating start? You know, flirting. Somebody you're working with, somebody they're working with, you know, just flirting. Next thing you know, you, you trade numbers or you follow them on Instagram or all of a sudden they're in your, your snap face. You know, like... I, I, it had this little little baby steps to get there. Just little, just some, you know, just little some stuff out there. You start with a compliment. Next thing you know, you happen to be at the same place after work. Next thing you know, you guys are going cosmic bowling. Next thing you know, it's getting later and later, and you're seeing each other more free. And and all the time while this is happening, there are signs telling everybody around you, hey, this doesn't seem right. Hey, something's going on here. Hey, sure, sure noticing a lot of uh, back and forth with the comments on, on that latest post. Hey, how come they like every photo you're in except for the one with me? Hey, like there's, just, there's little signs, little things that are out there. And if you pay close enough attention, it's all right in front of you. And a lot of people don't want to pay p- close enough attention because a lot of people don't want to admit the reality. But I'm paying attention and I'm telling you right now. The NFL is getting ready to cheat on you. They're getting ready to cheat on you. They're real close. They're flirting. You see what Roger Goodell said? Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, came out and said that the NFL is looking at, and it's basically a done deal, adding another international game next year. I mean, we don't have enough. I mean, they're playing in Mexico, Germany, England, like, what's next? The Sudan? What are we, what are we doing here? Uh, are we, are we going to, I mean, why don't you just take over the CFL? Like, why don't we just, but they're adding another international game. And so some of the, the countries that have been thrown out there are Spain, Brazil, you know, just, just run of the mill right around the corner. You know, just hey, don't worry about it. We're just going to send players on like, you know, a 12 hour flight. See how they like that. Don't worry. You know, it, it's, it's fine. I'm sure that's good for the injuries to be up at, you know, that that high in the sky and the cabin pressure and all that. But don't worry about it. You guys go over there in the middle of the season. Go go have fun in Brazil. I mean, if I was a player, that's what I want to do. I don't get a lot of free time. So let me spend it on an airplane so I can fly 15 hours away. In one direction, and then have to fly 15 hours the next direction. That's how I want to spend my weeks. But all of this is just little baby steps. Just, you know, just little, hey, 
what do, what do you say? I know we're playing over in London, but what do you say we uh, make Jacksonville play there two weeks in a row? Oh, that's a great idea. And what do you say we do it like, you know, this year and then maybe think about doing it more next year? God, boy, that is a hell of an idea. Why don't we do that? That's it. These are all baby steps to what is eventually going to happen. And it's the NFL planting its feet in Europe or some other country. Whether it's a, whether it's a division, whether it's a team there permanently, it's going to happen. Now, I think there's serious consideration to them having a Super Bowl elsewhere, which I think would piss a lot of people off. I think the NFL looks at this whole situation and goes, how could we make this even bigger? We've already cornered the market on American Super Bowls. We've already cornered the market on America. I mean, we've run out of ideas. So what else are we going to do? Oh, let's make it international. I'm telling you right now, these are all baby steps, and it's going to happen. To what extent it goes, I'm not sure. I don't think it's necessary. I think the NFL is good. I like the fact that the NFL is America's sport. I like the fact that it's here locally. I don't want to see a Super Bowl go elsewhere. I don't want to see teams having to play elsewhere. I think it's a travel nightmare for some teams. Like, just think about it. If Seattle plays... In London, think about that flight. What is that? Like 14, 15 hours, something like It's crazy. Like we talked about being in, in Ireland with the, the morning show, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, starring, um, you know, who were those two guys? Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and some other uh, Jay off who does the show. But we talked about going to Ireland, Never heard to, of to Ireland for that show. But it's like, a, like an 11-hour flight. Like, imagine, and that's from L.A. to Dublin. Like, what is it going to be in some of these other countries? Like, when are they going to Australia? Like, Australia's so far ahead. It's already Thanksgiving in Australia. Like, they are so far. Like, what is this going to look like? And the NFL continues to get closer and closer and start, you know, the relationship's growing. And we're going to go here and we're going to add another team there. And we're going to... So if you like the NFL the way that it is, if you like this relationship you have with the NFL, you got to start opening your eyes because they're getting ready to cheat on you. They're getting ready to take this bad boy elsewhere. They're shopping around to Brazil and Spain. Mexico got a game. You know, uh, London's getting multiple weeks in a row now. Germany's getting some love a couple of times a year. It's happening. Now, if this turns into a full-fledged, we've got a mainstay there, like I said, I have no idea. If it turns out that it's going to be, oh, we're just going to have big games there, you know, like the Super Bowl, I'm not quite sure. But I'm telling you right now, we are getting real, real close for you finding out that the NFL is not just yours. That somebody else is getting a turn. And you're not going to like how that looks on the other side. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, so we are going to have what I am calling the most miserable time of the year in sports coming up here shortly. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, make some noise for the man himself, Martin Weiss. 
Jonas, it's the most miserable time in sports this Saturday with this Red River rivalry. What, I mean, a, pain, what a pain in the ass that name is, Martin. I, I hate it. I don't know why they do this to us. I heard you the top at the start of the show, and you know I appreciate that they changed the name from what it used to be. because yeah. but, but three R's in a row? What are Come we on, doing man. here? I, I, look, it might just be a me problem. I still, like like every other time, I still struggle with Russell Westbrook. Like, no. I, I, like that's still a problem for me. Well, that's easy. I mean, the R's and the W's, they are. They are what we call the, the difficult letters here. P's, hey, not so much, but R's and W's to me. I mean, goodness yeah, gracious. It, it's a pain in the ass. Chris, uh, Chris Perfett, uh, do you also struggle? You see, I can't even do it now. It, it's, just that rivalry. Per- it's just that particular word, rivalry. It doesn't come off your tongue right. Like, something about it just, it, it, it sounds like you just want to, like, turn into rival or rivalry or rivalry. It, yeah, it's, a, it's just it, it's, it's the it's most annoying. difficult word I've heard in my life. Yeah, it's re- it's really annoying. So for anybody out there that maybe hears us slip up when we say that name, why don't you why don't you be decent human beings, have some grace, have some forgiveness, and understand that we're struggling through this just like you are. Well, in that Bastards. red ribble rivalry, number three Texas and number twelve Oklahoma facing off twenty seven seventeen Sooners right now with about eight seven minutes and thirty seconds left in the third quarter. Longhorns were driving, but they turned it over. That's their third turnover of the day. Uh, number four Ohio. Ohio State is in, oh, goodness gracious, let me update that score real quick, my bad. In the meantime, number 23, LSU, 27, number 21, Missouri, 25 in the Battle of the Tigers right now. That one midway through the, or late in the fourth quarter. Uh, number four, Ohio State, look, Jonas, they are in a dogfight right now versus Maryland, 17 apiece, 6.30 left in the third quarter right there, and uh, in the shoe, and it has not been looking good. By the way, did you see, uh, so Travion Henderson, uh, they're, you know, one of their top players, sure. their running back. So they ruled him out like about two hours. Like him and like four other players got ruled out about two hours before kickoff. And nobody seems to know why. Nobody seems to uh, have a clear uh, answer as to why. So I'm just wondering kind of what's going on there behind the scenes with that story. I, tr- I reached out to Brady Quinn to try and uh, get some information. Complete failure. He's just a, he's just an a-hole. Uh, and, uh, and I don't even want to share what he wrote on the text because it's insulting. But point is, that is something to monitor. Travion Henderson out and nobody seems to have an answer as to why. I don't know why Travion. John Henderson missed, but it sounds like uh, Brady Quinn needs to miss for a violation of teammate rules. I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious. Yeah, I know. I tried to get some info, and he wouldn't give me any info. Rude. Yeah, Rangers and Orioles uh, game one of the ALDS right now. It's the top of the second. Uh, Orioles have one on in the bottom of the first. Couldn't get them home. About two hours till Bailey Ober takes them out for the Twins versus Verlander for the Astros. Rangers Suarez for the Phillies takes on Spencer Strider for the Braves tonight. And Merrill Kelly toes are over for the Diamondbacks. Clayton Kershaw gets the game one start for the Dodgers. All of those game one to the AL and NLDS and the Colts and Jonathan Taylor remember all summer like who's he got to play for well for the next three years it'll be the Colts they agreed to a three-year 42 million dollar contract 26 million dollars guaranteed expect to see him next to AR5 Anthony Richardson Sunday versus the Titans Jonas back to you Thank you, Martin. It is Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have another edition of Do You Care coming up here and we'll call it less than 15 minutes from now because listen You've been force-fed a lot of topics in the world of sports. There's been a lot of stories that have been shoved down your throat and into your ears against your will over the past, you know, few days. And we're going to go ahead and tell you the brutal truth about all of those stories. All right. So it's a fun little segment. It, it, we, we just let it fly here. And that's going to be happening again a little less than 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. All right. So there's, there's a lot of people that look at right now and they go, man, this is the best time of year in sports. October's here. And, for, and also, can we just point this out? 
I love how the second October gets here, all of, everybody starts breaking out their fall colors. Like everybody's got little mini pumpkins out. You know, like all of a sudden there's haystacks in front of some apartment somewhere because, you know, you got to celebrate fall. Everybody's got some pumpkin latte frappuccino or some pumpkin cupcakes lying around. You've got like little mini scarecrows that are hanging out outside. It's like, oh, my God, fall's here. Look, the, the leaves are turning brown. It's like 100 degrees out here in Southern California. This is not fall. This is the middle of summer. And I don't care what the calendar says. The calendar can kiss my ass because Mother Nature de- determines whether or not it's fall. And out here in Southern California, we are staring 100 degrees square in the eyes. And you got people walking around in Ugg boots and pumpkin fraps thinking that it's like 60 degrees out with a brisk breeze coming off the coast. And there's leaves falling everywhere. And we've got it's football. Stop. Get it together. Pay attention to Mother Nature, not the calendar that's lying to you. But never mind all that. Let's focus on this, right? Keep your head in the game. Stay focused. This is a miserable time of year in sports. And I don't want to hear anything about, well, it's the baseball playoffs and the NFL's here and college football. And we've got, you know, now all of a sudden we're playing conference games and the NBA's right around the corner. I don't care about any of that crap. Let me tell you why it's miserable. If you are a fan of one of the teams remaining in the Major League Baseball playoffs, this is a miserable existence for you. It's miserable. Because, and I've said this, and, and I, I actually 100% believe this. And it's only within the last year or so that I've started to take a turn. I always thought the NHL playoffs were the best. And the NHL playoffs are still great. I'm now saying that the MLB playoffs are the most exciting playoff format in sports. Because in the NHL, it's so fast, you don't have really a a time to understand what's going on. Like, you don't think about what potential problems or disasters could happen. It's just happening so fast. And by the time a game's over, you're like, what the hell was that? Jeez. Like, you can't even keep track of it. And it's exciting and it's fun, but it's like, oh my God, like th- th- you don't even have time to take a drink. In Major League Baseball, that's all you've got is time. And I don't care about the pitch clock. Because in Major League Baseball, when you're rooting for one of these playoff teams, all of a sudden it gets to the fifth inning, and a 1-1 count going to 2-1 completely changes your mood. Because now you're thinking about every potential disaster for the next 20 seconds. Oh, my God, it's two and one. Oh, God, he's going to lay off this pitch. And, and this guy's been wild all season long in these moments. Oh, my God, now it's three and one. Oh, you can't load the bases. My God, it's a fifth inning, and this game is tied. And we're already down 2-1 in the series. Oh, this is, this is going to – all you're doing is thinking about disaster. That's it. You have no choice. And all they do is give you time to think about it. In the NHL, you can't keep track. There's so much going on. It's like, oh, 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 we lost. Yeah, man, that sucks. But, geez, I don't, wait, what now? In Major League Baseball? No, 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 no. We're going to make this hard on you. And we're going to make it hard on you for a long time. And you're going to have to think about it all. And at the end of it all, you're like the guy with the head in the vice in Goodfellas. 
or Casino, one of those movies, whichever one it was. Casino, Goodfellas. You know the guy, Tony Dogs. He's sitting there with his head in the vice, and Joe Pesci's trying to get an answer out of him. And he keeps twisting the vice. And the guy's eyes are about to pop out of his head. And finally, at the end of it, he just says, kill me. Just get it over with. Toughest guy in the world. Wouldn't give up a name. Refused to give up Charlie M until the very end. And then finally, at the end of it, just said, kill me. Please kill me. Like, fans of these teams in Major League Baseball that are remaining, they're going to be sitting there with a head in the vice, just wanting the game to be over with. Because all it does is make your life miserable. And I tell this story every year because I swear to God, I don't think I'm lying. Ryan Bershinger, executive producer, former executive producer before he got too good for this time slot. Ryan Bershinger is a diehard Dodger fan. I watched him age 15 years during one Dodgers-Mets playoff game. It might have been the Nationals, actually. I watched his hair turn gray. <laughs> it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. He, he looked like Tom Hanks on Big. Like he, he literally looked like Tom Hanks on the movie Big. He goes to bed as an 8-year-old and wakes up 35 with his feet hanging over the edge of the mattress. So if you're one of these people having to deal with this awful, miserable existence that is the MLB playoffs, it's fun for everybody on the outside. I got no problem watching uh, the movie Casino. I got no issues with it whatsoever. I just don't want to be Tony Dogs with my head in the vice. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so we are going to have another edition of Do You Care? All right, stick around. It's fun. Some have called called it negative. I don't think it is. We're just speaking truths here on this show, and it's yours here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, number 12, Oklahoma, up 27 to 20 over number three, Texas. Let me try this. In the Red River rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> talking about right there a minute and a half to go in the third quarter we got another fun one there (laughs) the game by the way the start of that game was was insanity you've got Quinn Ewers throwing a pick Oklahoma scoring Texas goes down the field Quinn Ewers tipped interception Oklahoma gets the ball back then there's a blocked kick then on the ensuing kickoff Oklahoma attempts some, you know, end around. It looked good at first, and then it should look like a forward pat. Like, it just, it's been bananas. So, nothing, uh, no surprise here. And uh, Texas is down 27 to 20, uh, nearly a completion there, or nearly an interception again by Texas. But nonetheless, Oklahoma's got this lead. And you'd have to imagine. With, it, with the way everybody's talking about Quinn Ewers and his development and Steve Sarkeesian as the head coach, like Petros Papadakis has been saying this for a while now, and he comes on the show with us every on the morning show every Wednesday. And Petros says, "Man, I just can't trust Sark." He goes, "I can't trust him. I'm not falling for this again." Because it feels like in these moments, Sarkeesian's teams come up short, and as of right now, they have come up short. They were favored going into this game, but with a minute and change left to go in the third quarter, Texas is trailing twenty-seven to twenty. All right, it's so coming up top of next hour though. Here from the TireRack.com studios. 
Somebody's making a critical mistake in the NFL. They're making a huge mistake. I'll tell you why that is that a little over 10 minutes from now. But right now, it's time for this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell people have been talking about all week. Bo? Yeah, you you were talking about uh, Ryan Bershinger and his uh, mood during Dodger playoff games. Yeah. Uh, Around the studio here, there is actually a thing known as playoff bursh. Um, you kind of steer clear of him. It's 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 tough, but uh, oh, I don't like if I was his like if I was his fiance, I just like move out for him. <laughs> I swear to God, like I, I don't want to be around. And that. I, I say this, I say this knowing full well that I am not any better, and will uh, not have a pleasant evening today. No, I mean, Bo is not. Yeah, and 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 listen, uh, you can hear Bo and Burrish. Are you guys still doing the that, swing? Yeah, shift? we sure are. Thank you. Yeah, how about that? Huh? Yeah, wow, a little bit, a little, little bit of love here. Uh, you know? Yeah, so uh, the Dolphins made a trade for uh, embattled Bears wide receiver Chase Claypool, and the 49ers traded for uh, embattled defensive end Randy Gregory from the Broncos. Uh, do you care about either of these moves here? Yes, and here's what for a couple of reasons. Number one, Chase Claypool's already been traded twice. At a certain point, maybe it's you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, may, maybe, maybe there's a problem with Chase Claypool. So there's that. And I just find it funny how it's always the same teams making moves. Like, it's either the Eagles, the Niners, or the Dolphins. And coincidentally enough, they just happen to be three of the top teams in the NFL. Good. Who who knew if you get aggressive and start making moves that you can go ahead and benefit from all this? So that, it is interesting to see just that dynamic continue to take place in the National Football League. Next. Uh, Packers left tackle uh, David Bakhtiari is going to need a fifth knee surgery. Uh, he's going to miss the remainder of the season, and I, I hard to hard to believe he's going to come back at all. So, uh, Jonas, do you care about this one at yeah, all? Yeah, this sucks, man. At, hey, I, I mean, the, we, they get, what's crazy is that two weeks after signing his big contract extension, his big payday in the NFL, he blows out his knee back in I think December of 2021, or it might have been 2020. But he's never been right since. He's tried to come back. He played the first game of the season. And everyone, I remember there was this little conspiracy that was thrown out there that maybe David Bakhtiari didn't play in Atlanta in week two because he didn't want to play on artificial turf. It's like, no, dude, he's got a, a serious knee issue. There continues to be problems. It, apparently, it wasn't fixed after the first surgery, and so now he's dealing with all this. It sucks. I hope he comes back, but you have to wonder, to your point, whether or not he can. Next. Uh, Suns small forward Kevin Durant was uh, named as A&R on Drake's new album, For All the Dogs. Uh, do you care at all here? What the hell's A and R? Uh, artist and repertoire. He was a uh, you know he he helped make the album with Drake. Oh no, I don't <laughs> care. I mean, what does he want? Some royalties? What are you hurting for cash? Next, <laughs> Commanders part owner Magic Johnson took to Twitter to bemoan the team's effort in their forty to twenty loss to the Bears on Thursday, saying they played with no intensity or fire. Do you care at all? <laughs> Kinda. J- just from the I simple, love it. I love I just, it. I just want to know what's going on there. Like, I want to know whether or not Magic Johnson's actually doing it. Because at this point, I think it's a comedy skit. I don't. Th- I, I think that he's very aware that he sends the most pointless tweets on planet Earth, and for some reason, just continues to fire him off. Next, Megan Rapinoe's final match drew a uh, National Women's Soccer League attendance record. Do you care? Nope. Next. I hate this. Aaron Rodgers and Travis Kelsey exchanged their uh, vaccine-related barbs over the week. <laughs> Rodgers called him Mr. Pfizer, 
And uh, Travis Kelsey uh, noted that Aaron Rodgers' paychecks are signed by an heir to the uh, Johnson & Johnson fortune. Uh, Jonas, <laughs> do you care at all here? Yeah, I do. I definitely and care more about way, that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I that, like that, it. This uh, you know, T-Swift crap we, that's been shoved out our throat. Look, guys can't bust balls, all right? Even if it's Vax-related, I, I, I think it's hilarious. And I love how people get so uptight about it. Like Mike Florio, every time the, the term vaccine pops up, Florio's got to write seven articles about it. I think it's hilarious. Next. Uh, with Oklahoma playing Texas, uh, I saw a picture of a stall selling deep-fried fireball shots. Do you care and do you want to do one with me? Yes. And I don't even like and fireball. That's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh. I how like do you, it. How do you deep-fry yeah, a fireball shot? I, I really shot? have to Very know. carefully. Like, I, really I just want, like, how does that happen? Yeah, like, it's alcohol. Wouldn't that start a fire? <laughs> I mean, it seems like a horrible idea, but if you were going to deep fry anything, why not a fireball shot? I'm in. Let's make this happen. So we've got a little bit of an update here. We have got an update. Somebody has spoken. Well, kind of. They've kind of spoken, and they've given their two cents on a major story in the NFL. We'll get into that for you here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until the end of this hour, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do it live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So a big moment just took place in the Red River rivalry. Yeah, two for two, baby. Uh, Red River, I'm not even going to try it again. Oklahoma has a 27-20 lead over Texas, 11 and a half minutes left to go in the game. It has been a fantastic game. All sorts of craziness has gone on. Texas just went for it on fourth and goal. They tried a screen pass, and it looks like they were stopped inches short of the goal line on fourth and goal. So they are reviewing the play, obviously. It's very, very close. It was called short of the goal line, and Oklahoma takes over on downs on the field. So they're going to review it, take a look at this. But it does look like Texas has been stopped on fourth and goal. Oklahoma will get the ball back up 27-20 to 20 with 11 and a half minutes left to go in that game. So it's been, it's been wild. And if you're Oklahoma, you can't feel comfortable because you've already had a kick blocked. So you've got to try and get pick up a first down, get this ball out of the end zone if you do take over because it looks like they're going to get the ball on about the one-inch yard line. So it'll be on the – or excuse me, the one-inch line, not the one-inch yard line. What am I saying? What an idiot. Uh, the one-inch line. So it does look like Oklahoma's going to get the football back, and, uh, and uh, we will monitor this situation here uh, and see whether or not uh, this is confirmed on the field and the Sooners continue to hold on to their lead 27-20 in the fourth quarter. All right, so another update here uh, in regards to this game. We do have a picture. We do have documentation of – the deep-fried fireball shot that that Bo Benson pointed out, not Ryan Bershinger. We were talking about him during the break. Don't worry about it. It was all bad things. So, Bersh, if you're listening, we ripped you in half during the break. Uh, but Bo Benson pointed out the deep-fried fireball shot that they're selling at the Red River rivalry game. Three for three. And I, I don't get it, Bo. I don't understand what it is. Like, it looks like... 
like half a Twinkie dipped in yeah. a fireball shot. So it's it's deep fried angel food cake. It's basically funnel cake, and then they just throw it in a shot glass with uh, some fireball. Oh, so you don't you're not actually yeah, because it wouldn't yeah, make sense. You, you can't deep fry alcohol. But you still yeah, but you still get. I'm sure that that thing soaks up all the. Uh, the fireballs you get a it's a twofer for sure and i since everything's bigger in texas i'm sure it's a double shot anyway oh yeah it, wait, so. it does look like a double shot it definitely does I, i'm but, looking at all the different foods like that they have at the state fair um deep fried vietnamese coffee that sounds <laughs> boy that's necessary <laughs> yeah a fried monte cristo which uh, looks like it has a uh, peanut butter and jelly don't you on already fry else. a monte cristo yeah, isn't yeah, a Monte but, uh, Isn't that like a breakfast sandwich? Yeah, it's with like French toast. My yeah, dad loves it. It's uh, it's got it's got some additions to it though. It's it's Texas. I mean, I mean, it just like everything you rattled off just is like okay, diabetes check, diabetes. Okay, yeah, we're good here. Like everything you rattled off just sound it sounds great and awful for you. Deep fried fireball shot. So it's not yeah, because it wouldn't make sense. You can't deep fry alcohol. Otherwise, you just blow the whole building up. Couldn't you yeah, do it, it as like a baked Alaska kind of like fitted in the middle of uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, how, it's very very strange. How many pounds of uh, how many pounds of oil do you think the Texas State Fair goes through? It's so gross. Yes. Yeah. And where do they dump all that? By everything the way? everything on the this slideshow says deep fried at some point in the name. It's deep fried sushi bomb. Oh God. Like where, fried empanada, surf and yeah, turf like, empanada. Like where, where does all the oil go? You know what I mean? Like, does that just end up in the Gulf of Mexico? And next thing you know, like a seagull crawls out of the water and looks like that dragon off Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it feels like nothing good could come out of this. By the way, it is confirmed on the field. Oklahoma has the ball back. So they stop Texas a couple of inches short of the goal line. So Oklahoma gets the football back uh, and they have now just picked up a big first down on first down, a 13 yard gain. And so Oklahoma gets a little bit of breathing room in that game up 27, 20 with 11 minutes and change left to go there in the red river rivalry. Can I just say real quick, how crazy it is to say Oklahoma and goal line stand in the same sentence. Come on, why do you have to be so negative, Bo? I, look, as a long-suffering Oklahoma fan, that was uh, that was something to watch. Yeah, but uh, as an Eagles fan, how happy are you about Jalen Hurts? Yeah, that's that. Well, yeah, I gotta I gotta eat some crow on that one because I uh, I did not believe in Jalen Hurts as a professional football player, but he's uh, proven proven everybody wrong oh, at this point. Although I will say this not quite the same players last year like there is you know i mean they're still good undefeated all that but you know he's not put he's not having the yeah. mvp type season he yeah. was but you know he's still i, I love jalen hurts i loved his journey i loved what you know if any philadelphia finding him in the second round and making him their franchise quarterback was the right move i think he's been yep. great for the for the franchise um all right so we do have that also Jim Irsay has spoken. Uh, Jim Irsay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, you know, the same guy who said uh, a couple of months ago at Colts training camp, I could die tomorrow and Jonathan Taylor could be out of the league and nobody would care. Well, the Indianapolis Colts have signed Jonathan Taylor, if you're just tuning in, to a three-year, $42 million contract. So Jonathan Taylor does get paid. He gets his big-time contract, and it's $26.5 million guaranteed. So he will be in the lineup coming up tomorrow as the Colts take on the Titans, which all of a sudden is a big matchup in the AFC South. And Jim Irsay took to Twitter and said, we've extended Jonathan. 
He's a special player, and this extension is important knowing the impact he'll make as our team develops under Shane Steichen. I have no doubt he'll continue to create highlight plays and memories for our fans. He deserves this deal, and I'm happy for him. Now, I just want to know whether or not it was Chris Ballard who who took hold of Jim Irsay's Twitter account and sent that out. Because Jim Irsay strikes me as the type of guy you can't really trust in these situations. I'm just saying. But they've mended fences, they've gotten the deal done, and everything is A-OK. Everything is fine. And Jim Irsay and the Indianapolis Colts have themselves their starting running back back with the team, in the lineup, and for the next several years. All right. So can we talk about somebody who's making a big mistake? Evan Neal. Evan Neal, I mean, come on, man. Embrace all of this. So he's apologized now multiple times on the record. Okay? The latest was Thursday. I'm remorseful. I could have used a better choice of words. I come from humble beginnings. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, I mean, what is the, I mean, he had to talk to teammates. The media is all, you know, out in front of his locker. Like, I mean, all, all of this, I mean, you know, they're having, uh, Brian Dayball's being asked about it. Evan Neal's talking about frustration and loves the Giants fan and all. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, dude, why are you apologizing so much? Like, what does Evan Neal, the offensive lineman for the Giants, have to apologize for? I mean, the Giants should probably apologize for not giving Saquon Barkley the long-term deal and franchising Daniel Jones. Maybe they should be apologizing. But why is Evan Neal apologizing? Oh, that's right. Because he had one of the great lines that we've seen in a long, long time in the NFL. I mean, a classic line. So Evan Neal, upon hearing... The Giants booing, the Giants fans booing the team at MetLife Stadium, which they have plenty of reason to boo them because the Giants are awful. Quote, the person that's commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? (laughs) Uh, What a great line. What a great line. Now I get it. I get it. He's now, so he's apologized a couple of times. And like I said, Dayball's had to speak about it and all this other stuff. And he's got to, and now Evan Neal's got to talk about humble beginnings. Dude, just go with it. What do they do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? What's wrong with that? I'm serious. Now, as somebody who's had awful jobs before and, and jobs that were really, really t- like, listen, man, try cleaning the carpets at a kindergarten in the middle of summer. That's what I had to do. Steam clean carpets as a janitor when school was out in the middle of summer. You know what it's like in the middle of summer in a hundred degree weather having to steam clean urine off a carpet in a classroom? Do you know what that smells like? And it's not like I could go into the janitor's closet and get an N95. Nowhere to be found. Like, do you know what it's like having to clean the restrooms at a Toys R Us? I was the maintenance guy at Toys R Us. And you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, so you like repair all the toys. Like if, if, if somebody's, uh, you know, WWE ring is missing a turnbuckle, you're the guy they go to to screw it back in. Oh, absolutely not. I'm the guy who's cleaning the tampon dispenser inside the women's restroom. I'm the one who's got to take out all the dirty diapers that somebody leaves laying around because they're too lazy to take care of their kid. That's my job. I had to do that. 
It sucks. Busboy TGI Fridays. You think that's all glitz and glamour? And I've not once mentioned being the rat at Chuck E. Cheese. All that, listen, I, I've had really tough gigs. I've done it. Wash dishes, construction, landscaping, painted curve. Like, I've done all that stuff. I, I, we were poor. We grew up poor. I had to have a job. Otherwise, there was going to be no money. Oh, you want to buy your yearbook? Get a job. Oh, oh you want to buy a, a pack of gum at CVS for 35 cents? Go recycle cans. Like, I get it. Humble, get all that stuff. But you can't tell me that Evan Neal saying, what are they doing? Flipping hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere isn't funny. That's hilarious. And I think anybody that's up in arms and offended by this, you got to learn to play by the rules. Because if you want to be able to criticize an athlete or criticize anybody, you shouldn't bitch and moan when they come right back at you. There are rules here. There are rules of engagement. You can't shoot and not duck and get hit with return fire and then start crying about it later. These fans are criticizing him as a player. They're criticizing what he does for work. And he's simply criticizing them back. And flipping hamburgers and hot dogs is a great line. That's a great line. Well, he doesn't know what real work is. How do you know? And even if he doesn't, who cares? It's a great line. And if I were Evan Neal, I think he's making a mistake. A big mistake. This is the most we've talked about Evan Neal probably in the history of his football playing career. And I'm not even... Listen, I mean, he gets to the NFL, that's big news, all that stuff. But we're talking about a right tackle for one of the worst teams in the league. And that's exactly what the Giants are. When everybody wants to talk about Daniel Jones and Brian Dayball and all the other things and Saquon Barkley and all the other things that come with being a New York Giant, we're talking about a right tackle. And why are we talking about him? Because he had one of the great comebacks of all time. And instead of him embracing it and carrying this on, he's apologizing. And Brian Dayball's having to talk about it. And then he's apologizing again. And blah, blah, blah. Dude, embrace the, the art of being a heel. Just accept it. There's nothing wrong with it. Funny is funny. Whether it's about you or somebody else. If it's funny, it's funny. And sometimes you got to stop being so sensitive and just acknowledge the guy had a great line. It was a great line. Now, technically speaking, you can't flip hot dogs. You roll them. Right? Nobody's flipping a hot dog. Otherwise, you're not cooking it all the way through. So, he did kind of make a, a critical error in his put down there. But nonetheless, Evan Neal, I wasn't offended by it. I thought it was hilarious. I think you should embrace it. There's nothing wrong with somebody talking trash to you and you talking trash back. Sometimes, you've got to embrace some of the negativity that comes your way. For example, Paul writes in, Your broke and failed bleep you're more irrelevant than any blue-collar gig as nothing more than a hack board op that's a slot filler that actual talents don't want to be bothered with. You bleep gobbler. Troy writes in, Jayoff Joni, 
put on your number 87 Swifty Chiefs jersey while you watch every second of the bleep game with your loser Swifty squad to react to every shot of Taylor Swift in the suite all season while bleeping your tiny bleep F-boy. David writes in, you Dodgers D-rider, like all the cheerleading bleeps in the L.A. media, put on your blue pom-poms like the bleep you are. Hope that they don't choke again and then fantasize about your squad adding fraud Otani and still not winning bleep, you bleep. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter. That is at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, there is a coach who's very bothered about some recent comments regarding his starting quarterback, and you'll hear him next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. We've got a touchdown. At the Red River Rivalry, the Texas Longhorns have scored and have tied the game 27-27 late in the fourth quarter. So this has been a game that's been all over the place. We've got six minutes left to go there. And number three, Texas, and number 12, Oklahoma, are tied at 27 apiece. Oklahoma had the football. They stopped Texas at the goal line which what it looked to be about an inch short of scoring. They took the football over. They drove down the field. They attempted a 45-yard field goal. They missed that field goal. Texas got the ball back, and they just scored on a 27-yard run. 
and the Longhorns have tied the Sooners. It is 27 apiece. It has been a fantastic football game there with six minutes left to go. So we will keep you posted on that and uh, keep you updated on that. There's also been a, a couple of other great games going on. Missouri has a 39-35 lead over LSU, 21 over 23 right now with under four minutes left to go in that game. And then it looked like Ohio State was going to have some trouble with Maryland. They were down early, but since then they pulled away. They've got a 34-17 lead over Maryland with uh, under five minutes now left to go in that game as well, too, from the Horseshoe in Columbus. So all sorts of good stuff here. And again, we will keep you updated on all of that throughout the course of this show. And we've got a half hour and change left to go. So we should have some finals for you here on FSR. So let's, um, let's talk about a coach sticking up for his guy. You know, a coach sticking up for his QB. And that coach is Kyle Shanahan because Kyle Shanahan does not like the fact that people are talking about Brock Purdy as a quote-unquote system QB or a product of the system. And if you don't think so, you just take a listen. What would you say to those who say that Brock is still largely a product of your system? Um, I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. They just got to watch the tape. I mean, he plays at a high level every time he's been out there. And he's done it in a lot of different situations um, versus a lot of different defenses on the road, at home, in playoff games, when injured. Uh, he does. You can't do all that stuff. He's he's been out there too long. He's it's on tape. Let's just say this: even if he was a product of the system, even if he is a system quarterback, who cares? What does it matter? Like if if he's a product of the system, but it's working, what does it matter? What does he need to do? Go somewhere else just to prove himself? Like, could you imagine that? Like, you're in a, in a successful marriage. And somebody says, yeah, but if you weren't in that marriage, you wouldn't be going as well. <laughs> if you were in some other relationship, it wouldn't be going as well. Oh, yeah? Well, how about I just get divorced then? No, you stay in the, in the one that's working. Why, why would you want to try something else on just to see whether or not it was worth? Like, Why? doesn't make sense so when people talk about Brock Purdy and they go well he's just a system quarterback so what the whole point is to find something that works for you it's it's like having a a real comfortable pair of shoes and throwing them away because they're too comfortable no 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 no. gotta no no this is working too well I gotta prove I gotta prove that my feet can work in other shoes no you find something you like you stick with it that's it like we're not we're not sampling stuff at Costco here. Hey, what you what do you think of that uh, that you know cheese sandwich you had over there? No, I mean it was okay. All right, yeah, you want you want to try uh, this ramen bomb that they've got over in that next aisle? Well, yeah, I better just to prove that I can try multiples. I I better show that my palate. Can, no, you go with what you go with, and it's working with Brock Purdy. Who cares if he's a system quarterback? Would it work like this elsewhere? I don't know. Hopefully we don't have to find out. What does it matter? Say, hey, you're a great dad. Thanks. Yeah, but if if that wasn't your kid, yeah, I don't think you'd be as good of a dad. Oh, you don't think so, huh? Here, watch this. I'm going to give him up for adoption. I'm going to prove you wrong. You bastard. I'll I'll prove you wrong right now. No. Why would anybody do that? If it's working, it's working. It's working with Brock Purdy. 
And you can say, well, you know, Kyle Shanahan. and then, Okay, okay I mean, say whatever you want. But the 49ers chose. Brock Purdy's their guy. They moved on from Trey Lance. And hopefully, Brock Purdy never has to go anywhere. Look, there was a lot of these conversations about Tom Brady early in his career. And I'm not saying it's the same. I'm not trying to compare the two. But there was a lot of conversations about Brady early in his career where people said, yeah, is Brady really that good? It feels like he's a product of the New England system. Like, he benefits from a great defense and this and that and that. And it's like, okay, so what did you want them to do? Trade him after year three? Which Super Bowl win did you want them to get rid of him at? Like, was it, was it Super Bowl one or was it like two, three, or four? Like, which one? Like, which one did you want him to go elsewhere so that he could prove himself to you? Like, it's just like the idea that this is an insult. Like, oh, well, you're just a product of this. Okay. Like, if somebody were to say, hey, man, you're just a product of Fox Sports Radio. If you went to ESPN or somewhere else, you wouldn't be as good. Cool. (laughs) I mean, I hope I don't have to leave. Cool. I don't want to leave. Call me a product of the system all you want. I I hope I'm here for the next 30 years. I don't want to go anywhere else. (laughs) I'm not not looking to. Like, I've got to prove myself elsewhere. No, I'm good here. It's not an insult. So when somebody throws that out there, it's like, why would you want him to have to go anywhere else? Like, if I was Brock Purdy, I don't want to go anywhere else. I like where I'm at. They drafted him. They brought him in. Kyle Shanahan likes working with him. He likes working with Kyle Shanahan. He's got a loaded roster around him. Whether it's because of the the pieces around him or the coach or the defense or whatever. I mean, call it whatever you want. doesn't matter. And those are the breaks. Like, sometimes... You find yourself in a great spot, and sometimes you don't. Like, you could say, like, there's a lot of examples of quarterbacks who are probably looking at Brock Purdy going, oh, man, I would love to have that opportunity. Man, Sam Darnold signed with the 49ers for a reason. He said it himself. Yeah, it just looks like an offense in a place where, you know, guys are going to get open and guys are always open. I remember talking to David Anderson, former NFL wide receiver, the pride of Thousand Oaks High School, where I went, by the way. And I remember David Anderson, who played for Kyle Shanahan for a year in Washington. And I asked him, I was like, hey, what does Shanahan do that's just different? Because everyone talks about what an elite play caller he is. Like, what does he do that's different? And I remember David Anderson telling me, like, yeah, dude, like, you're just, you're running a route, and all of a sudden you catch the ball and you look around and nobody's there. You're just wide open. And that's because Kyle Shanahan dials it up. He just designs stuff to where you look, you'll catch the ball in the corner of the end zone and you're looking around going, where is everybody? Like, nobody's around. It's like, dude, so, so you can say like, oh, well, you know, Brock Purdy's a product of that. All right, fine. Uh, call me a product of the system as far as why my marriage works. Okay. I'm not looking to go prove myself elsewhere. So the idea that a system quarterback is an insult, I think is I've always thought is dumb. And Kyle Shanahan is pointing that out. Like, dude, stop. He's had success, and whether it's me or whether it's him or somebody else, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to the conversation. They're one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league. And by the way, they're going to be providing a lot of content, a lot of content. Because no matter how that game turns out on Sunday Night Football, no matter how that turns out, 
between the Cowboys and the 49ers, that will be the lead on every show the next day. Because if San Francisco finally loses, you're going to have Cowboys gas bags and blowhards take over the airwaves and talk about how great they are and how much they're a Super Bowl contender. And on the flip side, if Dallas goes out and loses to, to San Francisco again, multiple years in a row, been eliminated the last two years in the playoffs, and then loses this one on national television with monster ratings and everybody watching, you know people are going to be getting ready to close the casket of Dak Prescott and the Cowboys on national radio and television. So however that game goes, it's going to provide a lot of content for a lot of people that do what I do. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter again, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so we are going to have some Knox locks coming up here because it's been a, a huge, huge past couple of weeks for Knox locks. But we must find out what the hell is happening in the Red River rivalry between Texas and Oklahoma. And to do so, we do it with the man who's always nice, and it's Martin Weiss. Well, in that Red River rivalry, Jonas, oh, oh, oh bam, yeah. there you go. Uh, Screw number, you guys. Look, number three, Texas, right now it's tied 27 to 27, but the Longhorns have the ball and they're driving. It's just, they just got a first down right now. Two minutes, 35 seconds left in that one as we tend to an injured Oklahoma player on the field right now. Now, number four in the nation, Ohio State, with a 37 to 27 lead, super late in the fourth quarter there in the shoe. That one was closer than it was in the first half. Number In the Battle of the Tigers, 23 ranked LSU, number 21 ranked Missouri. It's LSU 42. Oh, my goodness. LSU. 242, Missouri 39. Unbelievable. Look, Brady Cook got sacked, fumbled back, returning third and six to fourth and 32. Then Missouri got 28 yards on fourth down. LSU had the ball on their own 50-yard line. Missouri still has three timeouts. On second down, Jalen Daniels fumbles the snap. Or, yeah, fumbles the snap on what should have been a read option. They lost like 10 yards on the play. Now it's third and, I don't know, off the top of my head, third and, uh, I think, 20. Uh, Missouri still has a timeout. Uh, the last team to have the ball in this one is going it's to win this game. Hey, by the way, Martin, I said it earlier. You just got a feeling with how these games started, it's going to be a weird one today. Like, I mean, like every, any any ranked opponent who's favored, be on high alert because crazy stuff is happening around college football. 100%. You know, now, this score looks pretty normal. Though. Number 13, Washington, 3 nothing lead over UCLA midway through the fourth quarter there. In baseball, the Rangers and the Orioles playing game one of the ALDS right now. It's midway through the fourth and the fifth innings. Rangers with a 2-0 lead. And uh, Bailey Ober takes them out for the Twins versus Justin Verlander later on today. We got the Phillies and the Braves, the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, all of those also game one. And uh, you just mentioned this a little while ago. Jim Irsay didn't die and Jonathan Taylor didn't retire. They ended up coming to terms agreeing to a three-year, $42 million contract, $26 million guaranteed. Expect him in the backfield this Sunday, fantasy football owners. Congratulations if you held on to him for this long. Jonas, back to you. Thank you, Martin. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have Knox Locks coming up here. We've got to uh, keep paying close attention to what is happening between Texas and Oklahoma. So it is tied at 27 apiece, as Martin pointed out. Texas has got the football. Under two minutes left to go. The clock is running. And if you're an Oklahoma fan, and I'm not trying to, uh, to pick on any Oklahoma fans who may be the executive producer of this program, but Bo Benson, between this and the Dodgers later on tonight, how the hell are you feeling? And why are you not drinking should be the better question at this uh, point in time. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, 
since I go to USC now, this game doesn't uh, boil my blood as much as it used to, but this is not a comfortable feeling at all right here now. Yeah, it's uh, listen, this is the fun stuff. This is the uh, the Red River rivalry, as we pointed out. And Texas is now, there's been a timeout on the field. So it's a third and nine with a minute and 27 left to go. So Oklahoma's got another timeout to burn. And it feels like Oklahoma wants to stop this clock, get a stop here, force a long field goal, and then take their chances with on an ensuing drive. So fun stuff here between Texas and Oklahoma. And then, of course, as we talked about, uh, just the bonkers uh, performance between uh, LSU and Missouri, 42-39 there as well, too. So this is, look, it, you, you get the sense it's one of those weird, weird days in college football. And you saw the way it turned, it started for Texas and Oklahoma. And now you're seeing the shootout in Columbia between LSU and Missouri. And then you saw Ohio State get a scare early on from Maryland. You thought, okay, that could be a problem. So this is, uh, this is why college football is what it is, because you'll get games like this, especially when you get into conference play and some of these rivalry games to where it's all over the place and everybody is, uh, is flying left and right to try and, uh, to try and get a win here and have bragging rights in some of these big time matchups. So Missouri now has the ball. They've got their ball. Uh, they've got the ball on their own five yard line with 45 seconds left to go. So not an ideal spot for Missouri. They're just trying to get into field goal range. And an incomplete pass on first down there for Missouri, down 42-39, 40 seconds left to go there at home between them and LSU, which has been uh, absolute bananas. Texas was stopped short of the first down on third and seven. So now Texas and Oklahoma are tied at 27 apiece with a minute and 20 left to go there. And it looks like they're going to bring out their kicker to try and attempt a go-ahead field goal here on fourth and four both these teams undefeated and we were talking about this during the break a loss for texas feels so much bigger than a loss for oklahoma because everybody just assumes that texas is back well everybody assumes texas is back every single year every single year texas is back texas is back but it does feel like the way quinn ewers has been playing his development as a quarterback the way steve sarkeesian's got the hype train rolling there in Austin and the way everybody is feeling about the Longhorns and them being a top three team, what they did to Alabama in Tuscaloosa a couple of weeks ago, which was eerily similar to what Johnny Manziel and Texas A&M did in Tuscaloosa years ago to where you just, no matter what Alabama tried to do, they couldn't stop them. You saw the same thing with Joe Burrow. And so this had the same vibe and the same feeling when it was Quinn Ewers and Texas there. And, and by the way, now Texas is going to go for it on fourth and four from the Oklahoma 29-yard line. Instead of attempting the field goal, Texas is going for it on fourth and four. Or are they trying to draw Oklahoma offside? Hey, but we got to stop that crap, okay? We're trying to do some you know knockoff performance of of a play-by-play here on this game and texas brings out their offense on fourth and four tries to draw oklahoma offsides it doesn't happen and then they call a timeout here why don't you have a little bit of empathy for your fellow broadcasters here have a little bit of empathy for the people in sports media so texas will now attempt to field goal. and let me just say this as well too 
I don't know who started this whole let's try and draw somebody offsides for eventually just, you know, going to kick a field goal anyways. Well, except if you're the Bears and you're at home against Denver, then you just send the offense back out there with a bad play anyways, you know, like they did last week. But nonetheless, the whole idea of icing the kicker, does this not ice the kicker to where like he thinks he's going to attempt a field goal and then you roll the offense back out there, but never, but now we actually get a field goal attempt. It's 47 yards tied at 27 all and the kick is up and the kick is good right down the middle. And Texas does have a 30 to 27 lead over Oklahoma, a minute 17 left to go there. And the Sooners will get the ball back. So they're going to have plenty of time. They will have plenty of time to try and march down the field. So that is the very latest there uh, from Austin when it comes to Texas and Oklahoma. And we should have a conclusion here coming up shortly, unless it goes to overtime, which, uh, which will just throw everything uh, for a loop. Uh, but right now though, before we get to break, we might must point out that it is time for the progressive play of the day. First and 10, Texas at the Oklahoma 29-yard line. 6-17 and counting to play in the ball game. Handoff, Brooks, left side, cuts it through a seat to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Texas! Jonathan Brooks through a seam, 29 yards to the house. Craig Way from Learfield on the call. That's your progressive play of the day. That was the one that tied it at 27. And now Texas, as we pointed out, has just taken the lead 30 to 27 there with the kickoff coming up here in just a moment. But that is your progressive play of the day brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, so coming up next here. It is the hottest thing going in sports radio. If you don't believe me, we've got the proof, and it's yours right here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Unbelievable finish between Oklahoma and Texas. And it ain't over yet. So if you were listening a few minutes ago, we talked about Texas kicking the go-ahead field goal. There was a minute and change left to go. Oklahoma got the ball back, drove down the field. There was a pass interference penalty. There was a big catch by, uh, by, an, by Stoops for Oklahoma. And then you saw Oklahoma get the ball into the, into the red zone. There was a P.I. call. Then there was a touchdown throw. From Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma has taken the lead 34-30. So now Texas has the ball back. They just uh, threw a completion on first down. Oklahoma looking like they're playing prevent defense. There's six seconds left to go there. And Texas has got the ball, but down 34-30 in what has been one of the great games that you will ever see in college football between Oklahoma and Texas in the Red River rivalry. Which, by the way, we have successfully said that name of the game, Red River Rivalry, at least over a half dozen times. Which I think is, is more impressive than Oklahoma winning this game. So it looks like this is going to be the final play of the game. Texas down 34-30, six seconds left to go. It is a first down, but that doesn't matter. They've got the ball at their own 44-yard line. Quinn Ewers and shotgun. And Quinn Ewers throws, and of course, it's not the last play of the game. There was a completion to the sideline, and now there's two seconds left, and Texas will have the football. But Texas is going to have a shot at this thing to where they're going to be able to at least heave one towards the end zone. So, of course, you would get a Hail Mary there. 
in the Red River rivalry between Texas and Oklahoma to try and conclude this game. Unbelievable. Unbelievable football game. Dylan Gabriel was fantastic. Quinn Ewers, look, I mean, if Texas loses this game, you're going to look back at those early interceptions. One of them was in the red zone, not his fault, tip pass, but an interception and a turnover in the red zone. So if Texas loses this game and Steve Sarkeesian and Quinn Ewers have to answer questions, they're probably going to have to answer questions about the start of this game because it was not smooth. Oklahoma battled, stayed in it. And so we've got two seconds left for Oklahoma to, to continue to hold on to this win or hold on to this lead there at the Cotton Bowl. So let's go. Let's take a listen, actually. This was the go-ahead touchdown, this courtesy of Learfield. Nick Anderson now comes far right in the trip set. 27 seconds. Anderson in motion. 23 seconds. Gabriel has the football. Looks to throw. He's under pressure. He lobs in zone. Touchdown! Nick Anderson! Touchdown! Oh, mama! It's awesome. Dylan Gabriel uh, that a legacy-making uh, drive! That was Toby Rowland on the call there for Learfield. So that was the go-ahead touchdown for Oklahoma. Now the final play is underway. Quinn Ewers with the football. He's going to heave it up towards the end zone. It's going to get there, but it is batted down, and Oklahoma has done it. Oklahoma has pulled off the upset. Not a huge upset. It's a rivalry game, but they were underdogs. 34-30 is the final Huge win for Brett Venables, huge loss for Steve Sarkeesian, and now number three Texas goes down for the first time this year, so a huge win for Oklahoma there. All right, so uh, make sure you stick around. By the way, coming up, top of next hour, Monty Bolaños, Alex Curry, they will take over. We don't have time, or else I would uh, you know, take a shot at, at Monty like I normally do. We don't have time for that because we've got to get to what is the hottest thing in sports radio, and it's called this. Hey, lock it. Let's lock it. And now, and now, Knox Locks. All right, so I'm going to brag a little bit here. 3-0 again last week. Haven't lost in weeks. Perfect two weeks in a row. 7-5 on the season. So now let's ride. Jaguars at Bills. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. They're getting five and a half points. It's neutral site. It's back-to-back weeks in London. You would assume that they're going to be more acclimated to the elements than Buffalo is, who's coming off an emotional win. Five and a half points I'm getting on a neutral site. I'll take the Jags. Saints at Patriots. This line doesn't make any sense to me. Why is New England favored? They looked awful last week. Unless somebody knows something, give me the Patriots minus a point. Cowboys at 49ers. I got to take the Cowboys. I'm pot committed. They're getting three and a half points. They're my Super Bowl pick. Dallas will get it done, and I would not be surprised if they win that game outright. For Bo Benson, Chris Perfett, Martin Weiss, and also Bree, who made us sound good, we appreciate y'all listening to us. Monty and Alex are next here. A wild day in sports radio. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.